fun uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, John. Wait. So John Fetterman placed a shotgun at uh, a guy's uh, black person's chest, right? Yeah, yep. that's mm -hmm. what happened. Yep. Unbelievable. We'll get into these stories. Welcome back to Truth Hurts. I'm Jake Duesenberg. We expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. They're lying to you. They are, right? Liz Collin, our new guest here. First time on the show. Thanks for having me, you guys. Absolutely. Great product placement, Jake. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I, I planned that one there. That's, it's like I brought books for Wait, you there's show. two. There's yeah. another yeah. one over there. <laughs> Weird. Joining, as always, are the political junkies, Maga Jesse and Mr. Straightlace himself, William Beck. What's up, guys? Yeah, good to be here. It's totally not strange that William is just sitting right... Not strange <laughs> at all. He's just like, well, <laughs> out of the plan. It's perfect. <laughs> the problem is Deep State Dawson came in. He's feeling very sick. Let's mm. get a view of Deep State Dawson in there. Look how bad oh, he looks. You're looking rough, oh, man. man. Getting bones in there. 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 Tell us what you think. Uh, if you got questions for Liz Collin, please type in on Rumble. She'll be reading Facebook and YouTube. I don't think, Liz, you're going to get us banned on YouTube. Are you going to get us banned I on YouTube I don't today? plan to, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm a little controversial these days. You, you don't really don't really know. If we'll you're see, controversial, we'll what are we? Oh, like? yeah, you guys have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Jesse, Jesse, he has to go through his hats before the show, and he's looking at the – the tinfoil hat or the MAGA hat? <laughs> yep. Either one's going to get banned. I yeah. think so, yeah. You know, it depends on the subject. Sometimes we're talking about uh, things you can't say on YouTube. Sometimes you need a different hat for all that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, you never know. The YouTube listeners and watchers will keep it on YouTube today. I don't think we're going to need to take it down. We're going to talk about a couple stuff after Liz Collins' story, uh, Drag Story Hour in Chaska, Minnesota. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. For children at a children's boutique store, a little children's clothing store. Young, young children. Trans fighter accepts Jake Shields offer. I love Jake Shields, a big MMA fan. I can't wait to talk about this story. And then Maga Jesse's got Trump's deposition videos <laughs> and a clip of his accuser. You will not want to miss this. If you're mm -hmm. having a hard time following along, Trump's in what, four legal battles right now? Yeah, a million. Right. No, yeah. it's nonstop. It's always another witch hunt. So and this that's is what's, the civil, what's to be expected. This is a civil rape case. So just wait till you see this stuff. So we'll leave that mm -hmm. to the end. Mm -hmm. Let's start the story here, Liz. This is why I wanted to bring you in. First of all, Mark Bischofsky had you on the show. Yeah, and that's great. Great interview. Bob was with you. I came solo today. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have enough room for Bob. That's the problem. <laughs> he would be just by that plant back there. <laughs> he would be super He's taller than William, though. Yeah. He would be off the He'd be set. Fine. He'd be fine. <laughs> so uh, it made me realize I haven't read your book yet. And, uh, you know, I, I've got... Jake. I've got, <laughs> got stuff going on. That's well, I got little kids. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, we yeah. all have things going on, but the little kids just interrupt your time. So by the time you little kids probably would not appreciate the book either. Well, so keep no, it out I, of, I, I know, just mean in the sense that I go to <laughs> yeah. bed and if if I'm trying to read in bed, it's like about ten minutes. That's all I'm good for. Yeah. So when you were on Mark's show, you said you had an audiobook. I go, oh, all right, download that. <laughs> so that's what I did. I did the audiobook. Very good job. Because you're reading it, but you're also bringing other people on the pod. Oh, it's like a podcast in many ways. It's like a podcast. It's an audio book, but it's not just you. It's Bob's voices in it, reading the stories from the, the Minneapolis uh, press release and the, I think the union uh, as well. Mm -hmm. You've got, I can't remember the officer's name, but they're all former officers, by the way, just to give the story away. They're yeah. all former officers, and you have them Sadly. reading their own letters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So it's really good. The audiobook, I think it's five and a half hours long. And because it was Turk Henning season, I had plenty of car time. So it was great. I got <laughs> well, through good. it right away. Good. Well, no, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Actually, it's funny with the audiobook. I thought, well, how hard could the audiobook be? This is sort of what I do. Um, I read a lot of things. In fact, you guys actually need a teleprompter. I'm not even sure what to do or where to where to look in this, in this studio. <laughs> look at me, Liz. I, I don't I don't, don't really yeah, don't really know without a teleprompter. Teach you about studios. Uh, here. <laughs> just read the words. Just read the words. But uh, the audiobook is actually quite quite difficult, just with the uploading process and everything that that goes along with it. But it was awesome to have the people that yeah. You know, that's really why I wanted to do this book in the in the first place was to give a voice to all of these people that lost their voices uh, through all of this. And I think we've been grappling with with all of that for three years now. Um, nearly, nearly three years. It's coming upon us, but but yeah, the the officers who've left the department, hundreds of them, obviously the the police force in Minneapolis, nearly cut by forty percent wow. at this point, showing no signs of, of getting any better. But yeah, I think they really added some some depth to the to the book, obviously, and uh, the audio version as as well. So oh, one hundred percent. The uh, female officer that uh, I think she was in some command position. Kim. Mm-hmm. Kim. Yeah, and she had to flee the third precinct. That was the devil story yeah she uh, she talks about that and, and something that you know the book was a lot longer um, like any sort of story is and then I had to go through and and toss out quite a bit because I did want people to you know be able to digest it I think it would have been like 900 or a thousand pages nobody has that kind of time wow. uh, but Kim told me uh, her last uh, image of just leaving Minneapolis was um, you know she decided to retire after the riots after basically being scapegoated the n- entire department yep. mm-hmm. uh, by such poor leadership uh, but she's on her last shift, kind of saying goodbye to everybody after a lunch that they had for her and such. And she's a lieutenant and very well respected within the department. And as uh, their squad is driving back, as she's on her way to her you know, personal car, she's basically given the bird by people who, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on the on the side of the road from the sidewalk. And she's like, you know what? I'm glad I'm leaving this city. That's uh it's time mm-hmm. to go. But imagine that, you know, mm-hmm. you, you spend your life, you're, you signed up to serve and protect, and this is the last image you have uh, upon retirement that wow. you're flipped off uh, getting into your personal car. So Is this a, is this Kim Potter you're talking about? No, this is um, Kim Lund, uh, okay. who is a, a lieutenant. But, yeah, we could talk about that, too. T- speaking of more political p- political prisoners in Minnesota, right. we have we have a long D- list. Different uh, yeah. jurisdiction, different uh, police force there, uh, William. Gotcha. I wasn't mm-hmm. even full. So I haven't read your book yet. Oh, I there you go. To. It's out now. You know what? You guys have a few copies here. No excuses. <laughs> no no excuses after we're done yeah. here. I got a new chair for you to w- read it in, too. <laughs> there we go, right here. You have to stay there in that position and read the entire book. Yeah. Yes. And welcome to the uh, Alpha News audience. Liz is now a reporter with Alpha News because mm-hmm. basically WCCO wanted to kick you out of. Well, let's get into that right away. Yeah, because we can get into that. Part of the show is exposing lying, corrupt media. Yes. And you basically, you have an interesting story, like from the get-go, at early age, I think it was eight years old, you, uh, you started a newspaper, and like a little... Why are you laughing? Favorite. I was super well, cool. Well, it's pretty cute. Yeah. I was just going through with my kids <laughs> on budgeting. My, see, my like eight-year-old right now, Liz, <laughs> is he really wants some new Mario thing. Dawson would be very proud of him. However, here's Dawson's the problem. Dawson's close to death, so it's, he's still with us. Dawson, oh, he's back. Still with us. Okay, nice. good. Oh, wow. You put on some weight since we saw you last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's offended by that. <laughs> okay. You were a skeleton before. It, it Don't worry about it, Dawson. It's not a bad thing, Dawson. <laughs> oh, oh, he dresses gosh, Luigi on the day funny, the Mario yeah. movie came out, by the way. <laughs> I did. That, that's Dawson for you. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I was teaching him about you know budgeting and how he has to earn some income. So I never, it never crossed my head. Hey, maybe you should 
create your own neighborhood paper. And you'll be That's rich. what you did. Yeah, I was very wealthy back then. It was 15, <laughs> it was 15 cents a copy for, for the newspaper. But no, I've, I've always been a naturally curious person and put this uh, newspaper together with some of my friends in the neighborhood. My sister, she couldn't even meet deadlines, so I eventually had to fire my sister, which oh, really right. tells you about what a horrible person I am. <laughs> um, that was the second summer. She lasted, she lasted one summer. But um, yeah, I, and then I was interviewed by Don Shelby when I was a, a little kid, and I told him I wanted his job, and it was sort of that dream job at WCCO. But I, mm. I will be honest that I saw the media change in my time there and was not comfortable with what I was seeing uh, happen. I think we... You know, you guys are very smart and ahead of the game. You know, your your fresh faces. Well, wait, why'd you look at them staff. and not me when you said well, that? that was <laughs> sorry, Jake, you're slightly older than these guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, true. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than slightly. But, but it was just uh, not, not so much what the news, you know, was telling you, but what they were not. And I definitely saw mm. it uh, with this George Floyd story. Uh, very much so, which is why I put the book out there. Our, mm -hmm. our, the thing that we like that you cover the most is talking to vaccine-injured people or against the COVID narrative. So if you want to follow this Collins, Look, she actually goes and gets those stories. That's the other thing the media's just been lying crazy about is that. But um, let's get into this here. Uh, this, pull up the story on the National Guard um, emails that were released here. Th this is what makes this story so relevant. There was a FOIA request by the Star Tribune um, about what happened during the early days of the riots that actually led to the, um, the, the burning of the 3rd Precinct. I don't have it up on my uh, computer here. Anyhow, um, it shows that the Minnesota National Guard was ready. Now, remember at this time, Tim Walls is like, they're just a bunch of 19-year-old cooks, right? Mm -hmm. The guy that abandoned troops, didn't mm -hmm. go on the deployment, dodged it to run for Congress. I got a lot to say about that. You can watch our old show about it. But um, the National Guard was ready to go, what was it? William, you wrote the story, 12 hours prior to right. the 3rd Precinct falling? So. Um, Prior to the third precinct being attacked, being attacked, um, yeah, it, first malt of cocktail. By the time they got there at four a.m. the next day, it had already been burning for hours. That's and right. Mm. Just to share a little bit of insight on that too, as I'm seeing this develop in my own home, Bob is on the phone um, with um, then Senator Gazelka, and he's saying we need two thousand National Guard troops, and Gazelka is trying to do what he can. So this is the very first day of uh, before the riots even started, mm -hmm. but they were you know just so worried as they see all these crowds uh, come in, and we've talked. Um, sense to you know people kind of higher ups within the national guard and they were ready they were just waiting oh, yeah. for the, yeah. the, the call yeah. yeah 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 um i still talk to my and so my the, this information comes out i don't really think it's it's much of a uh, surprise but it really just goes to show i also think it's interesting that they fulfill that foia request long after the election of course mm -hmm. um after governor walls is reelected. yeah so <laughs> fair point and the thing that's interesting about your story is you don't really pull any punches about the lack of leadership from jacob fry I remember seeing that infamous press conference that he did on the night, I think, of the first riots, like 1 a.m., right? They say there's nothing that good, ha good happens after midnight. And he just looks like this JROTC cadet that's never been in a stressful position. I, I was going to say, Jake, kid. when you're even talking about uh, press conferences, I'm like, which one exactly? Was it the one that he was where he was crying, which always depicts <laughs> a... probably was. was there were several. Too. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard. I don't think you can categorize a press conference of his by crying it seems like he d and how much of his, of his real crying i don't right. know it's mm -hmm. fake crying right but he just lost his shit he didn't know what he was doing it seems at least from these emails that the real onus is on tim walls because jacob fry wanted the national guard tim walls is basically the commander-in-chief of the minnesota army national guard 
could have deployed them. Even Trump was trying to get the National Guard to move, mm-hmm. and Tim Walz didn't do it. Well, that's what's interesting with the book, too, um, hearing from some of these officers, you know, these, these high-ranking officers, and they're saying they want, you know, they want mutual aid, they want help, they're calling up uh, for help and such, too. But there was this pushback. There's, there's one instance that I talk about um, in their lying, but it's, uh, you know, this plan, this planned surrender of the 3rd Precinct, because, of course, this was all part of the plan. This was sort of a reparation. They liked the optics of giving away the you know, uh, precinct, which is completely mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But this was, uh, you, you know, something that was planned. But there was a city bus that goes and collects all of the belongings from uh, the people who work inside that precinct that day. So earlier in the day, they're packing up garbage bags. They're bringing them out to this bus that's pulled up right by the precinct. But then um, that bus is supposed to come back for the officers once they go ahead and, and you know, sound the, you know, all, all clear, you got to get out of here. It's it's time to go and give this up. And that bus is supposed to come back for them, but this time it's parked a half of a mile away. So mm. the officers have to run to this bus, mm. um, you know, being pelted with rocks and bottles, um, and they have all kinds of injuries as a result. And then the bus is even late at that time to pick them up. Mm. Uh, but this is all part of the plan. Wow. Which is crazy. And so do you think Jacob Fry actually wanted to get the National Guard there? Because it seemed to me that he was almost just trying to shift the blame onto Tim Walls, don't blame me. Uh, do you think he was actually trying to request that? What's your perspective there? You know, I there? don't actually spend much time trying to get into the brain of uh, <laughs> yeah. Mayor Jacob Fry, um, but mm-hmm. I, it just seemed like there was just so much finger pointing and blaming. But that, I brought that up in the book, too, that Jacob Fry is a known liar. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is his mm-hmm. entire uh, political career. And I think the reason the book has done well um, is because I wrote it as a reporter. I had more than 250 sources. I, these are, it's a story of fact. It's not that I made up or I had this vendetta against Jacob Fry. And I yeah. really don't because I was so bothered by people are not bringing this very relative information about Jacob Fry to this conversation about George Floyd. And now to the, you know, the the consequences we all have to live with now in Minnesota because of these lies that, that he told. But he was meeting mm-hmm. with the police department long before George Floyd saying, we need more cops. I'm going to give you guys more cops. Um, and this is when they had 900 police officers there. But then he would tell people in press conferences that he doesn't want the support of the, the cops and he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't support these people. And we saw that with his behavior, uh, behavior again and again. And that's just mm. that's just the leader he is. And I, it's hard even using that word when you refer to some of these people. Yeah, I never <laughs> these call people. them political leaders. Yeah. That left my dialogue during COVID. And you know what's crazy about Minneapolis is he was the most pro-cop Minneapolis Democrat on the ballot in, was that, 2020? Well, right. Mm -hmm. Which is insane a lot. Yeah. Not 2020. 2021? Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so crazy. And it's just like Chicago, these big cities are just going absolutely nutty here. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a pattern here with Jacob Fry. He also had a trash incident, a trash on the tree incident, where (laughs) I think a lot of us remember maybe the headlines. Tell us about that story. Yeah, so the the backstory here is, and this is the point I was making, you know, then at WCCO when I when I worked there, uh, that his past is so relevant to what's playing out. I mean, he is a civil rights attorney. He this was his you know, the way he made money uh, before becoming a politician. So he is hyper-focused on race. Whether this, whether it's a racial incident or not, he's going to go ahead and say it is before the, mm-hmm. you know, the facts even 
you know, mm-hmm. come in on any of this. This is what we saw in George Floyd. But previous to that, there was an incident in the fourth precinct uh, where some officers, as a joke, decorated um, the tree inside the precinct with a bunch of trash they found just on the the street mm-hmm. or in in garbage, you know, garbage bins, and they go ahead and dump <laughs> this trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he tweets without knowing anything about the incident. The jo- hold on, the joke yeah. is because somebody was really serious about the tree, loved the look of it. Right. They thought this. They thought this was a kind of a joke on there. Let's uh, mess Command up the tree staff. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys get the humor? Most people do. Jacob mm-hmm. Price probably never been part of any kind no. of fraternity to understand this. So this but, was our joke to kind yeah. of uh, upset the the gal who's a neat freak and she there spends a lot of time with her tree. And mm-hmm. um, he, a community member, takes issue to the garbage on the tree and says it's racist. Therefore, the mayor says <laughs> it's racist, and he says that these police officers are going to be fired. Uh, by the end of the day, which he fires them. Uh, They get their jobs back through the grievance process. But again, it's this narrative again and again that the cops are racist, even though a black officer was involved in this too. But we don't go ahead and, you know, he doesn't wait for any of these (laughs) facts and he doesn't, you know, frankly, he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're talking about They're Lying. This is Liz's book. Um, Bridget, go ahead and post the link. We're doing a giveaway, a signed copy. I think this is the signed. This is so exciting. This is my first giveaway. That's your signature right there, Liz? (laughs) That's all you have? I, well, I mean, I can, I can that's do. Right. A, okay, that's her mark. I can do a lot more. I mean, just tell me, known tell as me how you is now known as this here. So, <laughs> name Highway after you get that passed in the Senate. So, uh, Liz Collin signed ish book. Uh, we're giving away. Put the uh, link wow, it was in a the rough crowd. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't I you know what you're getting into, Liz? <laughs> yeah, I do. I we're being nice to you. Just wait till I rip on Mega Jesse today. <laughs> Actually, I really like the Trump deposition. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of fun with that video. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, so, yeah, the link's in the uh, comment section. Are we putting it on YouTube and Facebook yeah, as well? Yeah, okay. So we're on all social medias. Please do follow us on Rumble, okay? Because we tend to get uh, taken down on the other social media platforms for saying the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Truth hurts sometimes. Social media doesn't like that. Like your microphone says. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, patterns. Let's talk about patterns here. I thought... So, you know, I remember when the the uh, Chauvin case was happening. I was like, I am going to watch this. I'm going to get really into it. And I never did. I don't know why. Maybe there's something else going on. Meanwhile, the Rittenhouse thing, I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to get into that. And then I was glued to the TV. I couldn't get over that one. Maybe because I could see myself in that situation. Rittenhouse, by all means, seemed to be innocent. It was a self-defense case. And, by the way, mm-hmm. no black people involved in that one. You wouldn't know Which by was turning into racist. CNN. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was ra- <laughs> he was a white supremacist. That's what Joe Biden right. called Kyle Rittenhouse, a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And he shot two white people. One was like a child rapist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in this trial, and you get into it, it was great. I didn't realize some of these things like Chauvin, ha- or I mean, not Chauvin, uh, George Floyd, the saint, the saint of the left, had a history of Taking pills, meth was with uh, um, well, there were many, yeah, many yeah. fentanyl being one of them. Yeah. This happened in arrest just the year prior in 2019, correct? Yeah, I talked to the officer, um, Scott Creighton is his name, who was an undercover narcotics officer, and uh, George Floyd was the um, subject of this um, arrest. But what's interesting is talk about the lies that were told is you know the media asked that right away you know is george floyd somebody you guys know 
Um, you know, is he known to you? And the police chief, the mayor says, you know, nope, never heard of him. And this uh, <laughs> narcotics team is like, uh, yeah, we arrested this guy, you know, <laughs> almost a year ago for selling thousands of dollars in counterfeit uh, pills. Mm-hmm. Um, so Scott Creighton talks about um, in, in the book, and, and he does a bit on the stand too, but it's, it's very limited as to what he can say, which is an interesting backstory with yep. Keith Ellison as mm-hmm. well. Um, but, but he just talks about just basically a carbon copy of of the arrest that also went down in in may of 2020 to what happened in in may of 2019. yeah and that's Mm -hmm. a fantastic part of the book you get give him a lot of uh time to talk i think was that his voice that was reading it or was it someone else i may have had a voice actor for that i thought yeah i thought some of these police (laughs) officers don't think they can actually read very well so because people are going to want to uh, get the book. TheLieExposed.com is the best place, or Amazon, too, I'm guessing. Yep, yep. TheLieExposed.com will get you all the links to the audio book. And, and we're working on a documentary now next, too. The story isn't mm-hmm. over yet. Is that the one you're doing here in the st- Oh, good. Yeah, well, I didn't realize that was the yeah. one. I figured you had a lot of things working work yeah. on. All right. It's this one. Yeah. All right. We've well, had a lot of people come forward since the book. So I'll be back on the show. We can talk about that. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, so another thing that came up in the book and I don't know if you got too much into it, and I, I forgot to research this, but George Floyd was accused of raping a woman like a week or so prior to this event happening? Yeah, there's uh, that's sort of how I open, open the book, something that was, was known a bit, but nobody talked about it. And in fact, there are others as, as well. Some more, more to come there, to be continued. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, this, this man was you know, clearly painted as something he was not. Um, by uh, you know, the uh, the most powerful positions in in, in Minnesota, so mm-hmm. there's some some information uh, about that as well. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that then, huh? Mm-hmm. So where I think this story is really fascinating, why you are the right person to write this this whole book is that not only were you a reporter with WCCO, but you're married to the police. I always get this wrong. I always say police chief, not the police chief, the union chief of the Minneapolis police. Was it Minneapolis Police Federation? Federation, gotcha. you got okay. it. Yep. Uh, and because, at least how you allude to in the book, because he dared uh, endorse Donald Trump, <laughs> that put a target on his head as the obviously living embodiment of all white supremacy and Nazism in America, which I assume you know who you married, and that was not the guy yeah. that you married, but <laughs> yeah. that's what you're being told. Right. And even your employer was taking you off stories because of, their uh, perceived look upon upon the audience that's already drawn their own conclusions. But where I think I first heard about you is all of a sudden this mob shows up outside this home in Hugo, Minnesota, and Alpha News is on the ground. They were on the ground a lot of these things, and mm-hmm. they were on the ground that day and broke the The only story. really to be on the ground. Everybody only else one. is afraid. The mainstream media wouldn't cover anything. They were mm-hmm. just afraid of Peaceful everything. little mm-hmm. neighborhood in yeah. Hugo, Minnesota. Just like all our neighborhoods, and there's some pinatas, and yes, we know it's Bob Kroll's house, but we also realize there's a blonde woman there, and it's Liz Collin, a reporter at WCCO, who happens to be married to Bob Kroll. Tell us about that. That is, I can't imagine that happening at my house, and maybe it's only years away. Yeah, from I was gonna say. Yeah, well, <laughs> be careful. Mm-hmm. It might. Think of how good Jesse's gonna look though in pinata effigy. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that's right. They would. There would be a perfect caricature that oh. they could get. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, these art Trump. students have yeah, really exactly. done big things. That they, um, 
Well, actually, and Bob, you know, was wearing a diaper, so that was funny. Mm. Actually, the whole thing was just completely horrendous, but I, I do have a sense of humor. So, um, Otherwise, you know, if you don't laugh about some of this stuff, we'd all just be crying constantly. But this was mm. um, August 2020, and, it, you know, we knew that it was happening because they organize on Facebook. That's how this all yeah. works. And they were even posting pictures about these exciting pinatas on Facebook, wow. um, you know, to, to bring, <laughs> bring the crowds up. Uh-huh. Um, but we didn't really realize how big it would be until we saw um, a traffic uh, camera angle uh, we were out of town that weekend, and there was about 150 cars just lined up to get off to this exit in, in Hugo. Oh, um, so, you know, it was just sort of like one of those, your heart sinks. Um, and we, you know, warned our neighbors, and they knew it was coming, but you can't really tell people to leave their own homes, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But they were trapped in the circle for, for a little while, um, several hours as it's all played out. What was so interesting is, you know, these are paid protesters. <laughs> They're paid uh, to, to be there. Uh, you had some church leaders that were there that, you know, we were able to track down online. And it was just completely, completely insane as we had a state rep candidate, um, John Thompson, who I know you guys have talked about um, <laughs> before, but, mm-hmm. you know, screaming uh, into a megaphone, uh, saying horrendous things, um, you know, about Bob, about me. You had Nikima Levy Armstrong, all of our favorite um people who spew, spew lies, and for some reason the media puts these people up on pedestals and they go ahead and don't even fact check what they're saying. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you know, meanwhile, they are paid to be doing exactly what they're doing. You, you throw so, that accusation out there, what do you know about the-, the Oh, well, I mean, you just have to kind of follow follow the money for, for all of this, um, with, with all of these people, the Racial Justice Network, there, there's many of them. Take a look at you know what who has taken the place of police officers in Minneapolis. A lot of them are associates of mm-hmm. Keith Ellison. They're mm-hmm. making a, a lot of money off this defund the police movement. I, but, I see mm-hmm. Jesse over there, he's just like, say George Soros, say <laughs> but, George Soros. Well, yeah. yes, well, and, and right. George Soros. And, and Bob would talk about that because that was very early in in this movement, you could see, um, you know, these ties to George Soros. And he talked about that on a WCCO radio interview. Mm-hmm. And immediately these reporters are going after him. And, you know, the media is in the Star Tribune does the story two years later that, in fact, George Soros spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on mm-hmm. the defund the police movement. But oh, no course. reporters followed up on that uh, story, just oh, beyond a little yeah. blurb in the Star Shocking. Tribune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a um, question so. from Kay Wall for Life for Liz. Who paid the John Thompson crew? Uh, there, there were several, but that racial justice network yeah. um, was one of them. And I, mm-hmm. I will say the um, George Soros connections, there were a couple girls that came to protest um, that summer, and I had a conversation with them, and they said they were from Oregon. And they said that they received money to come to Hugo, Minnesota, um, and they got a hotel wow. room uh, for the weekend, and they had no idea who I was. They had no idea who Bob was, but they brought a sign into our neighborhood and found our mm. house and stood out in front of it for a while. And they admitted, admitted that they were from Oregon. How does mm-hmm. that, I know. How do you place that in your head that some you know, f- huge billionaire is paying these activists from Oregon to come mm-hmm. to your town, come to your house to protest you? Well, and it, I mean, it, happened, crazy. it happened all over with, uh, you know, and that's why I talk about in the in the book, too, with this case. There was such intimidation. I mean, talk about just Bob and I, who aren't even really connected to this, really, at all. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't know the officers. We didn't know, but you take a look at what happened to Yeah, to but it's all your lives. fault. Don't you understand? Well, right, yeah, yes. But that's what the left, that's pride, what the left yeah. does. And, and I'm still naive in the fact that, okay, Okay, well, I've uncovered all this information about what's going on, and for sure somebody from the news will be interested in the truth. Um, but again and again, it was just, you know, that was not the case. In fact, after the um, that 
um, pinata bashing incident, I then called WCCO and I just said, I think this is newsworthy because this guy <laughs> wants to be a state rep and Minnesota mm-hmm. voters should know this is what he did. This is newsworthy. And I was just told that that just showed my bias and we would not be, you know, covering that as a, as a news story. Wow. And it's goofy wow. for you because you're a reporter and usually the news isn't supposed to be about yourself. Right. But, but I thought this, how yeah. is that not newsworthy? Mm-hmm. They, they ran something. It was like three days later and it ended up like 20 or 30 seconds. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so after, how did you find out about these two people that came from Oregon? So uh, I, did, did they tell you what yeah, was the and, format? And they, were they uh, apologizing? They even, no, they just said, they were, they were <laughs> like fact. college kids. Huh, yeah, they really? were paid to be here. And, you know, we heard you're a racist and this is just the conversation. That's crazy. Yeah. And there, even the box that they had the, um, the uh, sign made up, we had a Oregon, you know, it was a mailing shipping label from, from Oregon that they brought mm. with. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Tell me about the neighborhood after this happens, because I I know a lot of my neighbors. We we love our neighborhood in. I'm not gonna. Say no, it. I no, I don't want to say the town. I'm just say he, just sense. say Hugo. It's fine. eastern uh, <laughs> suburbs. Um, like I gotta imagine this happening outside my house, and the neighborhood would be all neighborhood meetings, community watch. What what, what ends up happening? For yeah, this? we it's have crazy. wonderful. We have really great great neighbors so so um but then we had um the washington county attorney pete orpit he's uh, no longer with us he's since passed away but he came and also the the sheriff of washington county came and basically went house to house because we thought oh for sure somebody will be charged we didn't actually know that you could go up in somebody's driveway you know beat a pinata and like we thought somebody would be mm-hmm. you know i don't know if it's criminal charge or a fine or just, i just didn't really realize you could actually do that mm-hmm. <laughs> um but we were thankful that we weren't there because that would have been that's sort of what they want. I mean, right? They want they want some sort of confrontation with law enforcement. This mm-hmm. is how they make their money. This yep. is, you know, how they would push that. So everybody just was very hands off, which we appreciate. There's a lot of plainclothes uh, officers, you know, in the in the crowd that day, mm. um, which we were thankful for. But um, yeah, the, the neighborhood was, was great. But there is what? No, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Some provocateurs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's smart. But they. Um, By the way, where'd William go? Why did he I, just I, leave I was, set? He's probably like tired of sitting in that chair. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> my guess. Please completely ruin yeah. the view. Is he got like lunch ordered all of a sudden? He just. You said this is just very. It's a very loosey goosey. Well, chair. yeah, but not. Like, for, oh, jeez. That's just for Dawson. Yeah. Well, I, I feel bad. I gotta. I have to include it more in the conversation. <laughs> no, that's probably yeah, offended, he's probably Liz. pissed. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Tucker ninety one says Maga Jesse pinatas would sell down here. See, <laughs> that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm really. <laughs> yep. So you guys have an online store yet? Let's make this happen. <laughs> right. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I know both that. liberals and conservatives. You know, it'd be good for yeah. everyone. So. Uh, I like it. <laughs> your uh, fan base, which tends to be women, um, I can see why. Above. Yep, exactly. Uh, Forty and above. Yeah, they wouldn't even touch that pinata. You know, they would just store it. They just it'd be a decoration in the house. Yep, something like that. <laughs> and then left. <laughs> uh huh. Oh man. You know, I had another question about oh, the yes. uh, Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, do you think it was maybe a mistake for him when he took the stand not to uh, testify? Because to me, you know, when I see him sitting there quietly wearing a mask. I thought he looked a little bit weak. I thought it wasn't maybe the right tactic. Do you wish that he maybe would have testified just to give us that other side of the story? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of see it from both ways. I talked to Eric Nelson about that um, in the book a little bit too. What the plan? What the thought was? Why to you know? Why do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think as a reporter, 
um, you know, it, it's hard sometimes to uh, legally it made sense as far as, yeah. but you know, you want the, the full story and, and for what Derek Chauvin was built up to being and mm-hmm. still to this day, I mean, you had the police chief of Minneapolis a couple of weeks ago, retiring his badge number and, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who he kneeled on basically with that same maneuver gets nearly $8 million just a couple of weeks ago in a, yep. in a settlement who mm-hmm. lives through the whole thing, which is weird, which the media didn't want to point out at all. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, there's uh, he was just built up into this, you know, monster that he clearly is is not. But that's mm-hmm. you know, the power of the media and manipulation and and what uh, they you know made him out made him out to be. So right. I, I do wish that he would have. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think that if he would have just given some sort of explanation to it and just you know uh, because t- silence, you know, it it gives people the impression that you know it, it almost assumes guilt or something, even mm-hmm. though you can't make that correlation legally, but. Just to the average viewer, I know that that's how some people were interpreting his silence. And uh, at that point, I thought, you know, your back's against the wall. You might as well as, uh, you know, say your side of the story. But I think with um, Chauvin, he didn't necessarily realize, which I think is interesting, that his back was against the wall because he, mm. he even read the book and said that there was many things he didn't know, which is oh, actually really? quite, wow, which is actually quite sad. Um, yeah. he, he talked about with... Um, you know, even even the training and such, you had the, the police chief, the mayor saying, you know, this isn't how we train. You even had the chief of police testify to that in, in trial. Mm. Um, and I talk about this in the book, too, how I knew the day after this happened that these two pages of the training manual just mysteriously disappear offline. Mm. And I'm saying in the newsroom, like, we should probably do a story about this. This is very odd. This What happened to this maximum restraint <laughs> technique, this mm-hmm. MRT? Uh, and then it's put back online like three weeks later when the media has moved on to something else. Um, and you have this in, in training and they, they didn't even introduce a slide about MRT, um, because there was, they couldn't find whether or not, uh, Chauvin had actually taken the training, which he had clearly, it was part of the the training to be a police officer. Mm. So there's just all of these things going on behind the scenes that he wasn't even privy to, uh, which is, is really quite something. Well, the thing that I was thinking about the time this happened and the way I stand is Chauvin went way too far in the end, right? I mean, the time, time alone, but. Did did they teach this restraint technique? You have evidence in the book that suggests that they did. And then, yes, there is a story behind them just removing that. Because mm-hmm. didn't they take it offline and then put it back they, up there? With, yeah. Put back on. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember this was like May of 2020. Like everyone is supposedly scared of COVID. They're arresting people on beaches in California here. You don't go into a restaurant because someone might have COVID. And I'm thinking you wouldn't want to be anywhere next to the person's face. So didn't, didn't that ever get brought up in the trial? The fact that we're in like this middle of this pandemic, the media, the government officials are scaring us to death. That would be anywhere close to somebody. And George Floyd was COVID positive. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what's interesting also, another one of the, the lies is, you know, you talk about this video, this Facebook video is what everybody has seen. And this is the very first time in MPD history that the body camera footage is hidden from the public and, and from from the officers involved, from the union um, and from the public. And this, this mm-hmm. is, you know, we're all about transparency is this is why body camera. It's funny because, you know, you even have um President Biden talking about that and Governor Walls has talked about that again and again with the importance of body cams. But I would just love somebody mm-hmm. to ask him, well, what happened in the George Floyd case? Why did you <laughs> why did you hide all four? I mean, all four officers who were there, their body cams were rolling and nobody wanted to talk about, you know, this 
15 minute lapse of time before Derek Chauvin even arrives on scene when George Floyd says again and again that he can't breathe before Derek Chauvin is even there. By the way, same thing happened in the 2019 arrest. Calls for his mommy, says he can't breathe. That right. wasn't allowed to be brought up in the trial, right? Yeah, just a few seconds of that interaction was even mm -hmm. allowed um, in, in trial at all. But if you play them side to side, they're eerily similar with mm -hmm. the behavior. Which you would think would be very relevant to this case, right. once again. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that body cam footage went missing temporarily in the same place that the shooter in Nashville's uh, manifesto is. You know, <laughs> They're all in the same spot. Yeah, yeah this is a place where things go and they're gone for a little while, mm -hmm. you know. Hunter's laptop. Hunter's laptop. <laughs> yeah, yep. There you go. It's That's just this it. hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Somewhere. Well, it's a fascinating book. Uh, Liz, the lieexposed.com, uh, they're lying. Mm -hmm. and, and I love the story about the media, by the way, because. I, I, I have a lot more. That's what I kind of talk about on my little book tour. We, uh, yeah. we talk a lot about them. Yeah, well, do you still have upcoming dates for your book tour? Yeah, headed to uh, Luck, Wisconsin tonight. Oh, there Mega you go. Mega Jesse, if you want to make the trip with me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. He's getting ready for his uh, Des Moines trip on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I thought you were going there for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can't confirm now. What are you talking he's about? He's got stuff <laughs> going on. He's yeah, got I got, a, I got yeah, family. He's got a pinata to pose getting, for. He's no, he's missing. <laughs> Come on, oh, man. I, I can't control footage. my skin, you know? I Come and ask me for my skin, you know? <laughs> yeah, excuse me for, you know, being white, you know? <laughs> Come on now, Jake. Oh, yeah, white I am worried about Jesse. William at this point. Like, should I... <laughs> Yeah, give him I a call. I think what happened to William is he had <laughs> was... a food order come in. I have no idea. And he has to have a reason. He, he has to have yeah. a reason. Um, we have a comment from Dover <laughs> Dan. He said, it's interesting to learn how many people were actually involved with this, like the ambulance not coming and stalling and how long it took for the guys to get Floyd out of there. Which yes, that's a good a good comment, and that's actually some of the stuff we're going to be covering in the in the documentary. Um, as I said, putting the book out, I thought, okay, well, I'll be able to sleep at night. Whatever happens with this book, it's just a way of you know setting the record straight for history. But so many people now have come forward with just really unbelievable um, insight and evidence. Um, so that that's more my wheelhouse. The the documentary thing, the the book thing. I was like, oh yeah, I'll write a book. That how hard could that be? It's really uh, I know, mm -hmm. I hard. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what I think the best part about the book is you got the actual stories from some of these former police officers. The key word here is former, and I know a lot of these two. In fact, Bob probably knows a lot of the same people I know. And uh, the force has just taken a beating, especially Minneapolis, but it's all like that all over the place. Mm -hmm. These politicians, and that's why you can't say political leaders because they don't have their back. Mm -hmm. The the Minneapolis police were over 800 strong. Now they're down to in the low 500s or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah, they they say like 520, but I think it's more like 480 or you know mm. the, those numbers are. It's really heartbreaking though because um, you know as you know Minneapolis really lost the best of the best. Mm -hmm. These are people yes. you know that um, imagine going to work and be willing to you know put your life on the line literally every day. But these mm -hmm. are you know selfless servants. But they were painted into these you know, racist, um, you know, bigots that could, you know, and then they have to worry about going to jail constantly. Mm -hmm. Imagine if that's, you know, what's <laughs> over over your head and you just, you can't win. I mean, mm -hmm. just the, uh, what would people, they always have cameras stuck in their faces. You know, we see that all the time. They're called names and who wants to, you know, work mm -hmm. in that environment? Well, it kind of makes me think about like the Vietnam era uh, vets, you know, they go over to war, so that's not fun. And then they come back, and that's not fun either. It's like, you know, 
as politicians always say, we got to have a conversation. Well, the conversation is, are you just not going to have police? It seems like the nut jobs in Minneapolis That's, actually want that. Yeah. you got to have police in a place like Minneapolis, okay? Someone's got to serve and protect. And so it's not an easy job. You're not willing to do it. Are you willing to do it? No, you're not willing to do it. Someone's got to do it. And so you got to have these people's back. Now, I'm not saying you let everything go by. I mean, there's bad cops, especially in Minneapolis. Was that is it Mohammed Noor? Is that the name of the one that shot the lady? Who didn't pass his psychological evaluation but was still put on the force. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Oh, I forgot the part about the book uh, also. So I remember when Ellison took the case. I forgot that Walls when appointed Walls to him. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. right. that just happened recently again. Um, but I was like, Freeman's actually prosecuted a police officer, and that's a rarity. And they took it out of his hands. And they, and I think in your book you mentioned that Freeman maybe had a different approach, maybe not even charging. Well, guys. you even had somebody within his office that said, I don't think we should charge these other three officers at all. Um, Amy Sweezy is her name, and Alpha News has reported on, on that um, extensively. That's all come out now at this point. But she said, we can't charge these other officers. Um, and he sort of, you know, I, it, I haven't personally spoken to, to Freeman, so I can't go ahead and put words uh, in his mouth. But there was definitely things happening behind the scenes with, with prosecutors that there was a reason they shifted it over to Keith Ellison, who, again, I thought his background is very um, important to this story. This, these, mm-hmm. this is the guy we should be, we should be talking about. He, his whole life, has, he's hated police and has been right. very open about that and he's put mm-hmm. you know putting five police officers in in prison in minnesota that's part that's partly his goal and what he what he ran on so mm-hmm. um and but nobody wants to you know talk about that yeah and if dang republican party wasn't so incompetent here the guy wouldn't be in office anymore but now we're stuck with allison for another four years and dipshit walls mm-hmm. once again if you're not watching from minnesota you know we're on the front lines of this battle against the lunatic lunatic left it's crazy here in the state we actually have um Am Faith 92 on Rumble says, I just moved to Minnesota, and I'm so grateful to have found this show, especially when you cover state politics, thanks to the whole crew. Yeah, well, what's wrong with you, Ann? Why'd you come here? Where'd you come God from? God bless you, She's probably like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, this is better. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy Phillips down in uh, uh, Orinoco, she came from California during the pandemic, mm-hmm. so slightly better. I mean, yeah. slightly Yep. Oh, we have endless material, you know. Yeah. You, <laughs> mm-hmm. Your guys, your show could be like six hours every well, day. Well, that's the thing. It <laughs> right. is. Liz, you want to stick around? We got some other topics here. I mean, drag show. I mean, it seems like we're talking. Yeah, about I'll drag. stick around for the, the drag. The drag show. stuff. Now, the, now that William's back, I yeah. feel. I did disappear, and I decided to reappear real quick. Well, thank you. <laughs> I had to take. There's drama on the BPLU, so I had to take a phone call. Oh, there you go. You're, you're going off this show. Well, <laughs> the number one rated show, number one something. I don't know. I gotta look at this. Just make it up. That's yeah. How yeah, yeah. Number yeah, one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Number two. If we say number two, no one's gonna be like, oh, they're not number two. <laughs> well, we're number one according to Action for Liberty. There you go. Uh, so, you 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 got off our set number one, number two is show to take a call about your BPOU. Yeah. Unbelievable, William. This is the new generation. This, this is, is the, yes. I'm it actually is. shocked you took a call. The generation I just would texts prefer all the to time. text. Yeah. Well, I was trying to Wait, follow comments on my phone. Text? I can't even do it. Oh, I left. Yeah. Uh, make sure you sign up for a signed copy. I mean, Liz, she makes I'll her mark. I'll work on it fine. She makes her mark. I don't know if it's a. <laughs> how I've always signed my name. I don't even know how that's. It was that controversial. I guess that is an L and that's a C. So she initials it. No, it's not initials. You that, want it initials? Says, <laughs> that's what most people's signatures are. 
Yeah. Have you seen mine? I'm making fun of it. It's, what are you printing? Well, my last name is Kusenberg. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think I'm putting the U E S E? No, it's a. You're just Jake D. Actually, it looks like John. I. And when I like sign cards, you know, I just put my first name. And literally, I look at it, I go, that's John. It's not Jake. I, I apparently can't spell my name in cursive. Yeah, seems like you should mm-hmm. be making fun of me then. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. It comes back to me. Look, she can dish it out, guys. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Uh, let's get into this story. Willem, you write about a drag story hour in Chaska, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, you, you hit me with this story on Saturday. I uh, can't even get a day off around here. But what are you talking I wrote about? It up, did, I, I wrote it up. I do get wow. days off. This guy complained about it. It's everything. a good work environment <laughs> if, you, if you all are looking for a job. Um, <laughs> no, but and this crazy. is why, Exhibit A. <laughs> crazy story here. Um, so I grew up in the West Metro. I'm over in the East Metro now. But this hits close to home for me because uh, I know where this place is. Um, and the fact that this, this is a children's boutique, so like a children's clothing store. And the fact that they're doing um, drag story hour and they're actively promoting it on Facebook is crazy to me. You go to this article on actionforliberty.com, uh, you'll find the Facebook posting, Dawson, if you'll scroll down, down there, you can see uh, the Facebook post. And it has, I believe, 50 people who responded. Most of them replied interested. Uh, but you have about 10 people who sa- have said they're going. It's just crazy. It's, I mean, uh, Little Roos in Chaska. Right. Um, well, you, you say you know this area is like a strip mall or what is it? It looks like it's probably Cub Foods. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's little children's. And this is a chain of uh, children's boutique stores in Minnesota. And, and here. the date of this event is July 8th. Now, last time we reported on an event was uh, at Lorson, was going to be at Lorson uh, Elementary School in Minneapolis. They canceled and moved it to a different location outside the elementary school. Mm-hmm. Once again, due, due to security concerns. But then, is that what they say? Yeah, mm-hmm. but then they were, you know, supportive protest protesters that showed up, and hmm. every, it was all fine. There was no. Mm-hmm. Did no I ever tell you? Did, did you know about the? Um, how do? How would I say this? The rally for law enforcement rally for. There's not a lot Liz of. Liz and Bob. So, um, oh, the, the week after, the, yeah. Yeah, and Hugo. Do, yeah. do you know about this? You might not know about this. I mean, this is yes, before I we, met you the first time. We we were out of town that week, weekend as well. We, we're usually out of town in the summer during during the weekends, but uh, it was usually to dodge protesters that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was very nice. It was a nice supportive. Yeah, but you do you know what happened though, like the, oh, the gosh, story behind it. It was I, being I thrown by a couple of Republican yeah uh, candidates or something. Yeah, like. candidates and Roger Chamberlain, and there was news stories that Antifa was going to show up. And they canceled the Friday afternoon. It was a Saturday oh, I event. Remember they canceled this it. Yeah. And I remember Michelle, even and me, we were like, "What? What the heck are they doing? You don't cave to these guys." Oh, so Action for Liberty right. took oh, over. Oh, we blasted out this, yeah. Friday <laughs> evening. Like we never sent emails on Friday. This is how evening. they win. The good, yes, this good is how work. they win. Good work, Jay. And this Thanks. must have been like Thanks. late August, so still summer months. Like, who's going to read our email? And it ended up hundreds of people. There was a lot of people. Yes, yeah, very well. Now, one protester. No big deal. Oh. And we were like, we're not going to let these guys win. So mm-hmm. I never told you Thanks. that. Because I met That's you great. months after that happened. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, that was long, long ago. Before you guys had this fancy studio and, mm-hmm. and such. Oh, yeah. Well, this, this was uh, metal mm-hmm. frames at that time. This Every time was... I come in here, I'm like, what did you guys get? This is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Clearly not a chair for William. Yeah. We'll get you a chair for William. Here's a GoFundMe. And the Rumble Rants. You can do the Rumble Rants right now. The Donate to a chair for William. Kaywall for life. 
did give us $10 and said, keep up the good work. Thank you, Kay Wolf. Kay Wolf. Kay Wolf for life. Kay Wolf. I think he does all the time. Or he? Yeah, I think lately. Am I misgendering again? That's a good question. What is Kay Wolf? I think Kay Wolf is a dude. Yeah, you definitely know that. <laughs> yeah, the you never Patriot. know. Yeah. Making yeah, a lot careful. of assumptions there. <laughs> the Patriot Carla Nelson yeah. is a woman. We do know that. That's true. Not mm-hmm. to be confused with Senator Carla Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chaska, this is July 8th, 11 a.m. Last time we did this, they canceled. Little Roost is not a public school. They might push on, but this is just crazy. And this is geared towards little children, right? Mm-hmm. Freeman, Little Roost, Chaska. I think well, of all the, we got the Link America the, just had one, right? Did that just happen? I think Mall I heard about yeah. that. That's right. Oh, really? Where was I that? I did not hear Mall about of America. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I don't really understand I this. I mean, I, I realize yeah. I'm showing my age at this point, but I'm just like, what? Why mm-hmm. would you ever bring a child? I just don't get it. Yeah. It's not well, an it's age grooming. thing, though, either, though. Like, tons of parents yeah, just bring oh, their kids that agree with it. Mm-hmm. Or I, I had it's like uh, friends that they would go to these brunches, or I mean, nothing about this even sounds you have friends cool that do me. that you know maybe they're former <laughs> mm-hmm. friends yeah I was gonna um, say. But yeah. because they're in a cult that's that's why you don't understand it's a cult yeah i don't like get how, it. how can you do something like this to children mm-hmm. this is sexual abuse yeah. this is sexualization oh, yeah. children it's horrendous you have to be possessed with some kind of ideology and that's clearly mainstream in the left there wasn't a single person to vote against the Sanctuary bill for general mm-hmm. mutilation, right? Do I have mm-hmm. that right? Did Gene Pulowski vote for it in this in the house? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think, I think uh, he voted against it. Pulowski might Pulowski be the only and, one. And uh, Liz Lagarde maybe voted for Liz some Gar- of the yes, GOP Liz Lagarde amendments. Didn't show up. So Did, Liz Lagarde yeah. didn't show up. Right. Yeah, there you go. Right. Two Democrats, one didn't show up. There's four Republicans in the Senate that didn't show up that day. Well, Coleman showed up at the very end. Julia Just Coleman vote, decided yeah. to vote at the very end. You know, decided yeah. to call in her vote. But yeah, uh, Carla Nelson and Rich Draheem and. Karen Housley, you know, Karen Housley, she was busy uh, on vacation there drinking pina coladas, so, you know, couldn't be bothered to show up We don't that. know if that's true. We <laughs> make an assumption. Well, this is worse than a vacation. It was a legislative conference. Yes. Yeah. Hobnobbing with a swamp. In, Which uh, maybe is Detroit. a vacation for her. I don't know. Right. Don't know. I'm sure she enjoyed herself. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> You guys, I think, had talked about, too, that Senator Lucero introducing a bill that would make, um, you know, drag queen entertainment. You have to be 18 and over to, to see it. Of course, that's mm-hmm. not going to go anywhere. Um, but that just seems like it was a logical. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, well, more so reasonable what they than did. DeSantis what a crazy guy! What a yeah. crazy guy! <laughs> right. Well, you probably know about this. That's what they did in Florida. They raised the age to attend yeah. a drag show to 21, and you know what happened? A pride parade canceled their whole yeah. thing. Yeah. They said, "Look, because of this law, we're not yeah. doing this." Really yeah, showing man. their true colors there. You know, yeah. I'm I'm always worried about Lucero turning that direction. He keeps going pinker and purpler okay. with his uh, <laughs> yeah, he's sequins creative. and sparkles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's bring up this story. Anti. Okay, so this is from the Daily Mail. This is really interesting because Jake Shields was a great fighter. I watched. I've been watching MMA for decades. Um, loved the UFC. Loved Strike Force. He was a middleweight champion in Strike Force. This is like circa 2010 era. Jake Shields. Um, who basically in his retirement likes to be a little bit of a troll, good troll on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so the Daily Mail writes, pull the story up here. Do you have it, Dawson? I do, Are you Jake, back in skeleton gotta, form back there? <laughs> no, I do got it, but you got to stop sending me sites so bump. This is, yeah, this is a problem with Daily Mail. The crowd they just are, got, oh, yeah, they, yep. it's rough. Yeah. The, yes, the I, I, I do apologize. And of chicken, 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 which combo you pick in. And and I also apologize. They'll put clickbait on these stories. So if you see something that's um, sensitive eyes, I guess, uh, sorry, that's just how Daily Mail works. Anti-trans UFC. This is a fair and balanced story here right there. Anti-trans UFC star (laughs) who offered to fight 10 transgender men 
in a row has this challenge taken up by a furious wrestler who promises to wipe the floor with them. The mm-hmm. longest headline known to man. Yeah. Also, also, just think back like five years ago. Did you ever think you'd even be reading like a headline like this? It's it's not at all. Strange. Yeah. yeah well, people strange. forget Minnesota had a trifecta in 2013 and 2014, so just a decade ago. And hmm. I got us. I mean, back in that trifecta, you had like uh, what's his name, John Ward up in Brainerd. Brainerd was represented by a Democrat. You had Democrats in rural Minnesota back then. It's a lot different now. It's a lot different. Yeah. Yes, it's crazy what they're doing nowadays. UFC star Jake Shields. By the way, Jake Shields isn't in the UFC anymore. Uh, hasn't been since like 2018 or something like that. No, longer than that, 2014. Uh, he created a scandal when he challenged 10 trans male fighters to face him without a break between bouts. And now wrestler Mark Beggs has answered the call and boasted he will F him up, the former world t- title contender. Mm-hmm. Lots of in, incorrect things in that first paragraph, Daily Mail. First of all, uh, <laughs> Jake Shields was a title holder, Strike Force middleweight champion. That's 185 pounds. That's a badass there. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing uh, 10 trans male fighters. So, what he's saying is a woman. Yeah. And this right here is Mark Beggs. I see both Mark and Mac. That's the other thing about these trans people is they're they're changing their names. This mm-hmm. is apparently a woman. Now I look at that. I look at that and I go, really? Yeah. I mean, and it's what's... got the trans flag even as the singlet. <laughs> That's hilarious to me as a wrestler. You know, to to oh. specifically design a singlet just to show off your little transgenderness. It's pretty crazy. This, and, this uh, is kind of insensitive, but once you have the context, that it's a, really a woman or a man, vice versa, you can tell. Mm-hmm. You can because I see a bulge down there. And I'm just like, wait, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> well, it's even more Jake. funny because it's either <laughs> this is going to get gross, but it's either one of those oh, fake appendages. No, tell me about it. I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> uh, or it's just like it's a prosthetic, which I, I don't know which is more ridiculous mm. in this instance yeah, here. I don't know. Mm. Scroll up just a little bit. You see a picture of Jake Shields. If our audience doesn't know who Jake Shields is, right there. That's Jake Shields. Looks like he's that's a man. Probably facing Hector yeah. Lumber. Yeah, it was li- literally. Even though he's a, a vegetarian. He is still a man. <laughs> no, he eats eggs and fish. Oh, mm. so he's a pescatarian. No, well, well, eggs aren't pescatarian. Oh, wait, yeah. So what is he? You said he's, he's not a vegetarian. A vegan. He's J- yeah. Jake Shields has been on Joe Rogan's podcast before. He's talked about. Oh, it. I've missed that one. Yeah, hmm. Jake Shields is literally he was the top five welterweight in the UFC. He he fought GSP. So at one point he's ranked number two or one. So scroll down again. There's a you can look at more pictures here of. Mark Beggs. No, go back up. You see where it's got that little blue thing on the bottom of that picture of Mark? Right there. You can click on that. It says six more pictures. Scroll through these here. Okay, so this is the tweet. Since trans men are real men, I would like to challenge the 10 toughest trans men in the world to a fight. I fight them with no training camp and no rest between each fight. And then he writes back. So this is uh, months ago, I believe. And then he writes back a million views and not a single trans man has stepped up to accept my challenge. I'm starting to think they don't have the balls to fight me. (laughs) That's a pretty good troll, got to admit. Pretty good. Once again, he's asking for a woman to step and fight him. Mm -hmm. This is apparently Mark, the uh, woman who's now a man, which is not true because you can't just become a man, but definitely taking testosterone and growing up facial hair, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Scroll here. There's some old pictures. Now this yeah. is this is Beggs earlier on. Well, you can see the hips still. That now that looks like a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And still a woman. Just just so you guys know, if I accidentally say he, she, it's just going to be so confusing because at this point the transition is bad. You know, Liz, that reminds me. You had a great interview with 
a woman who became a trans man, didn't become a man, became a trans man, right? Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll give it that, and regretted it and talked about the, what was it, the shower bombing or what was it, love bombing? Love bombing, love yeah. Bombing. Precia mm. Mosley uh, is her name and uh, someone who I really commend. I mean, she's very brave to, to come out and she's done some media interviews now, but um, she just talked about how as a, a kid, she had an eating disorder. There were some mental health issues in her family and such, but this was sort of the community she connected with and she was love bombed and sort of lured into this, uh, you know, change. And uh, something that struck me during that interview, though, she said that um, she decided to go ahead and start getting um, testosterone and she was able to get the prescription within 15 minutes oh of meeting gosh. with the clinician. Um, just walking in and she said the paperwork was filled out already um, oh. and she just had to you know answer a few questions and it was that simple and mm. this is by the time I think she was like 16 or 17 years old you know I'm a man in my 40s and I got to keep up with these young punks who are now lifting even Dawson I don't feel like I could get testosterone that quick it was yeah mm -hmm. it was shocking many things about that interview were, were very shocking and um, a, lot, a lot of people watched it but I, I you know we tried to get it out before the, the session and such and the vote and it's like it just doesn't People like, you know, they don't put somebody like that um, in the news. Instead, you had the front page of the Star Tribune with, <laughs> you know, the six-year-old the six year old right. who, made, who moved from oh, another so state crazy. to come to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. right. So crazy. It's yeah. just child mm -hmm. abuse, what they're doing. Are you familiar with uh, the Navy SEAL? Um, I'm thinking a name slip in my mind right now. Chris something. Beck. What is it? Beck, yes. Chris Beck? No was, relation. Kristen Beck, yeah, not related to William Beck. <laughs> oh, I know a little bit of this. Oh, that's yeah. a fascinating story. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about, like, the most testosterone-driven job in the world is a Navy SEAL. And Chris transitioned, so to speak, but now has come back and has done some interviews. Not a lot. Mm -hmm. That'd be a good one for you to hunt. Uh, but not done a lot of interviews talking about how this didn't make any sense they're love bombing you all that kind of stuff yeah mm -hmm. and of course they're doing the same thing to chris beck which well, is interesting because he can probably kick all their ass and that's what she talks about too is like none of these people of course talk to her anymore instead now all she gets is death threats from these same people who right. you know mm -hmm. were supposed to be her lifelong friends in her community um and such and now she doesn't think she can have children um mm, you know all of this damage part. you know done to her body as a result of this so it's mm -hmm. really horrific and it's a cult that's the thing is like and especially with, that's the thing is with the young children like you they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. You have the lieutenant governor of Minnesota saying, we need to listen to our children when they they talk to us. Wearing like, no, a t-shirt with a knife on it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on with that? Yeah. We still don't know that story, right? No one wants to talk about reporters that don't do their jobs. Just nobody obscure even, people nobody, like us in alternative yeah. media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody even brought it up, ever. Yeah. Did you see, yeah. we, we did a tweet. We uh, doctored the photo with an AR-15 instead of the knife, thinking maybe that would <laughs> capture oh, their attention. Oh you got a black rifle on Was there. Was that Mega that Jesse's idea again? <laughs> Not me. Okay. Well, I can't have good ideas around here. No offense, Jesse. Again, something. they're younger. They're younger. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're they're going to watch you on the show on Timeless because you uh, dish it back at me. They feel like, oh, he's always coming after us. <laughs> Jake gave me a story to do on Saturday. <laughs> he just wants a day off. Just want a day off. <laughs> he just took like ten minutes off. Do you see that? Uh, I mean, oh, apparently, there's more important things going <laughs> on. Yeah, world. this is how he has to do it. He just walks off. <laughs> Mega Jesse, what's what's Trump going through right now? Tell us about <laughs> oh, this. Oh, um, yeah, no, I mean the Trump deposition. I've had been able to watch the entire deposition. This uh, forty-eight minute video. Uh, it's absolutely crazy, of course. Well, tell people what this case is. That's right. The thing. It's, it's, a, like, this it's is another not... witch hunt. Big surprise. <laughs> They're coming after Trump. You know, there's 
all these uh, women with all the fake accusations saying the sexual assault stuff, saying all of the rape and whatnot. So this is a rape accusation, one of the only accusations that claims of uh, rape, you know, and uh, come to find out this lady's insane that's accusing him. Uh, so, you know, th there's a quick video that shows some of the highlights of what Trump was saying in the deposition. I think it's pretty interesting and I think people should check it out right, so we can, play the we can roll that video. footage. This is Trump being deposed by the council for... What's her name? E. Curtin or something like that? Jean. Jean something? Curtin? Why do Cur I keep saying uh, Carol. Jean Carroll. Jean Curtin's an actress, isn't that? I have no idea. I'm Nobody has any idea, Jake. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's play this. I don't know this woman. I think she's a whack job. I have no idea. I don't know anything about this woman other than what I read in stories and what I hear. Uh, I, I, know, I know nothing about her. She's, she said that I did something to her that never took place. There was no anything. I know nothing about this nut job. <laughs> I think she's sick, mentally sick. She's accusing me of rape. A woman that I have no idea who she is. It came out of the blue. She's accusing me of rape, of raping her. The worst thing you can do, the worst charge, and and you know it's you know it's not true too. You're a political operative also. <laughs> you're, you're a disgrace. But she's accusing me she's of, a disgrace. of rape, and it never took place. And I will tell you, I made that statement, and I said, well, it's politically incorrect. She's not my type, and that's a hundred percent true. She's not my type. This this ridiculous situation that we're doing right it's a big fat hook she's a liar and she's a sick person in my opinion really sick something wrong with her oh my god right trump a lot of people say a lot of people say you're a political operative not me yeah a lot of people say no and, and he didn't do so that one he, he just went right for it he right. went for the classic she's not my type the classic <laughs> trump move you know and the, the way he presents himself in the entire thing it just shows how blunt and honest he is you know he's just saying this is the way that things go and seemed to me they didn't even prepare for this thing at all it seemed as if he was just winging it and by and, the way uh, you're a disgrace yeah and you're yeah. a disgrace that's yeah. the, that's the killer Classic. line there he says yeah. to the attorney because it must yeah. be a female attorney yeah and this is not in this clip but he goes she wasn't my type and by the way you wouldn't be my type either <laughs> yeah <laughs> went after the lawyer too it's yeah. unbelievable oh my uh, god there's yeah. a slip up though and we, we didn't have in this clip what's the slip right. up that the media is going to just hound on him for ah uh, you can ask william i i don't go after trump but, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't uh even call you can't call strikes and balls. I mean, that's crazy. But anyway, what's interesting is on the uh, CNN interview, let's go to the Anderson no, Cooper on, interview with uh, Gene Carroll. Let's bring that out real quick. That is a great Some one. of us are pretty objective here. Yes. Jesse. Oh, so yeah, be objective right. on this podcast. Yeah, this right. Jesse show. <laughs> what happened, William? Oh, uh, okay. I didn't realize we're going to me on this one. <laughs> well, no, he, I'll, uh, I'll just say it. I'll just say, <laughs> say it. So, okay. yeah, Trump confused. We won't tell him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Trump saw, they gave Trump the photograph of, uh, you know, him and this accuser. And he said, uh, and there's my wife, Marla Maples. And they said, no, that's the accuser. And he said, well, the photo's blurry. So, you know. Big whoop. I think know. that's a fair criticism, though. If the photo was blurry, like I'm sure they're trying I to don't, trick him. Yeah, I think they're gonna make. It yeah, I, I, exactly. It's the it's one. Especially, especially, especially when you see this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So here's yeah. the clip of the accuser, Jane. I was thinking Jane Curtin, by the way, who is an actress. Mm -hmm. All right. Just so you guys know, you probably have no idea who that is, Jane Curtin. All right. Anyhow, this is uh, this is 
what what's her name again? Jean, Jean Carroll. Jean Carroll. Right. Yeah. Jean Carroll on and this is three years ago. Mm-hmm. I have not followed the story at all because why would I follow the story? Do I believe any of these people anymore? Like they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But this is Jean Carroll and she is uh, on Anderson Cooper and I think even Anderson Cooper goes, "Oh my god, what did I get myself into?" Watch mm-hmm. this. Turn up there, Dawson. The word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think most people think of rape as being sexy. <laughs> Crazy. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to need to take a break. Around, we'll talk <laughs> yeah. to the You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> 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 Wow. All right, so there's uh, Trump's accusers. So, yep. boy, what do you guys think? They guys brought the best, of- their best and the- brightest attackers. You know, it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, could it be more any more obvious that this is a crazy person? You know, I, I think it's just so obvious that uh, the Democrats are looking to do anything they can to try to discredit Trump. It's, you know, just if they want to take him out, take him out honestly, take him out on ideas. But, you know, they don't they don't know how to do anything fairly. They're just going to witch hunt it and. You know, try to throw them in prison even if they can. So it's a shame. It's you a gotta think bad place some, for our country. Yeah, I think at some point Trump might be pretty clean because this is all the stuff they're coming at him for, and that's mm-hmm. what they got. I mean, right? The deposition. It's all here? just filled with old stuff. It's like the Access Hollywood tape. It's just like, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? We knew about that in 2015. You know, so it it just goes to show that they're piling up old evidence that everybody already knew about. It's. Uh, they're just pathetic. It's uh, it shows how weak these Democrats are, and they're nervous because uh, look at the polls. You know, Trump is up by seven points on Biden. They yes. better be nervous. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, we just posted on Twitter that uh, only a third of survey respondents think that Biden has the mental capacity to be president. Which I argue that there's a third of the survey respondents that don't have the mental capacity to answer that question. <laughs> right. But yeah. He's not looking good. Trump is actually winning. Now, that's a poll of, I think, just nationally. It's not taking into effect the Electoral College. But mm-hmm. I would think that even in the Electoral College, this could be even more skewed towards Trump in mm-hmm. this regard. Yeah. So it's going to be a fight. You know, we'll see what ends up happening. It's not going to be easy because we know what the Democrats do that I can't say on YouTube. But uh, we know what the Democrats do, and it's going to be a fight. But yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch. So you're not buying that uh, Biden's going to win this race running on freedom, Jesse? <laughs> not at all. No, I think he's <laughs> I think he's gaslighting us on that one. Yeah, that that's his campaign. It's on freedom. That's what he's yeah. running on. You mm-hmm. know, my Anything God. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. What, let's go to uh, your comments at home, and then we'll sign off for the day. This has been so much fun. Uh, by the way, we got the link. You can sign up for her initial copy of. Uh, the book they're lying i, I can write i can write whatever you want that's no, okay, okay. <laughs> now everyone wants Jake, i'll draw a picture <laughs> what picture <laughs> would you, you what picture would you draw in there well if anybody has a request you know mm-hmm. there's a <laughs> fire something is burning that's know. a good idea burning <laughs> yeah, building burning, right? a burning building would you do that? I'll, I'll do that all right whatever, whatever so <laughs> you're gonna get the only initial copy of liz calling the book with a burning building there you go <laughs> Walls, uh, Jacob because Fry crying. Put Jacob Fry crying. <laughs> oh, Even that's a stick oh, figure. Oh, okay, all right. I, it, it just I has to be your, Jacob Fry pinata. That's good. Do a pinata. That is a small pinata. All right, here's yeah. the deal. <laughs> we won't tell you uh, what. Nothing, there's nothing in it. She <laughs> yeah. let her do whatever she wants. Yeah. After Under her initials, she, well, she, whatever she wants, 
You only can win this book. It's be the only book that's got it. We're not going to tell you what the picture's of, all right? Okay. Only we will know about it here, but you can win it, sign up there. Otherwise, if you just want to go buy the book, I encourage you to do that, lieexposed.com. Go to Amazon. I guess you can go to Amazon. Jeff Bezos' Amazon. <laughs> And buy it. TheLieExposed.com and then TheLyingTheMovie.com is some information about the documentary, too. Nice. So. Do you need some actors? Uh, Jesse's pretty oh, good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. These, these guys got important roles they don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, William's just going to be in the background of every single interview just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do interviews, right? You, you have people sitting right behind right. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, the problem is yeah. Yeah, Dawson's got some kind of uh, mutated version of COVID or something, and he's there, yeah, sick. Looking better than the skeleton at the beginning. What do we got at your, uh, um, Bridget? We have someone saying, where is Brandon's taped deposition in, relevant, in relevance to Tara Reid's accus accusations? Brandon Biden, so. Biden's, uh, I guess I'm not following I that. Don't, yeah, what I don't was, know, he said, so question? here it is again. Where is Brandon's taped deposition in relevance to Tara Reid's accusations? Oh, yeah, I get what, so Tara Reid, Tara Reid was the uh, individual who accused Joe Biden while he was a U.S. senator of sexually assaulting her. So Tara oh. Reid, uh, she came out later after, uh, you know, when Biden was considering to get into this uh, 2020 run. And actually, what's interesting on that story is, uh, there's footage of her mom calling into the Larry King show on CNN mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, saying like, you know, she was saying it in a very uh, veiled way, but, uh, you know, it showed how those connections were there. And, uh, yeah, Joe Biden, we, I mean, there's all those videos, him sniffing hair. We know what kind of creep Joe Biden is, you know? <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, at this point, what is that? Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I've never done that to anybody. No, it's bizarre. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh. Commander-in-Chief, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, well, and they'll blame it on a generational difference, which I've never seen any old person other than Joe Biden yeah. ever yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, there's different generation there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My God, what else we got here? Um, in reference to Trump, he's, that Dober Dan says, is this the one where it happened in a dressing room? It's interesting that yes. no one yeah. heard anything. Nothing was said. Cops were not called. Now there is a dress with DNA on it, but no testing. Well, it's a civil case. It's not even a criminal case. So that's what it is. She's mm -hmm. seeking damage. Do you know what kind of damage she's seeking? I, I don't know. No, I don't know. Just, do we, what? And I don't know if you guys covered this while I was gone or not. Yeah, but he was gone for like <laughs> half hour. So <laughs> yeah, we probably an did. hour or two, I think. Something like yeah. that. Um, time off. <laughs> Liz thought we were upgrading your chair or something. Or yeah. You, you, oh, like, I should have brought in a new chair while we were at it. <laughs> um, the reason they're bringing this up now is because they just got rid of any statutory limitations in New York. Mm -hmm. um, so you can bring up any kind of lawsuit you want against these people, no mm -hmm. matter how old the alleged crime was. I mean, is that just purely for Trump? Is that why they passed that law? Oh, definitely. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God, I love that. Yep. I think they changed the law in Minnesota because of us. We'll get into that to another episode, but mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking, you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, yeah, I got it. Wait, the thing against us or the statute of limitations? No, uh, the, uh, ch the election bill. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll bring that up a yeah, different time. Yeah, you're going to talk about that on our show for sure. Oh, I mean, Liz, mm -hmm. like, there's so much we can talk mm -hmm. about here. I know. Like, where do you begin? Mm -hmm. Go to actionforliberty.com. You can read all the stories we're covering. We've got less than two weeks left in the legislature. So, yep. and Jesse's watching House, Senate, and committee hearings mm -hmm. all the time. That's his job. So, what else we got, Bridget? Um, someone says a John Thompson pinata drawing. Yeah. Ooh. In the book. Oh, That'd be a good one. Oh. 
That's the next Walls caricature thing. I yeah. think it's not very good. I think if we got Liz Collins to do so a big drawing of that, we could auction that oh off for gosh, good yeah. money. <laughs> Actually, that could be our state fair sign this I year. I could do Bob and Pinata. And Pin I think I got his down. It's like the gap in his teeth <laughs> and the diaper. I got the... <laughs> I can do Bob. Oh my gosh, that's, that's acceptable. My buddy, uh, my buddy K Liquid, uh, says who's now a Florida resident, by the way, bye bye Minnesota. You can see the moment that Anderson Cooper realized that she was crazy, and that is mm -hmm. this was only going to make him look stupid by proxy. Yeah, I mean, how uncomfortable is that for Anderson? Well, Cooper? you're just randomly going to a commercial break. You know, it's you know, it's bad. Yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. you're an expert yeah. at this, right? That yeah. is, yeah, you that don't was, do that. That wasn't scripted. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> yeah. she goes, "You're fun to talk you're to." Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. crazy yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> not my type. She's not my type. Neither <laughs> were you. <laughs> What else we got, Bridget? Tucker says, just look at her hair. It screams mentally disheveled. It's a hairstyle I would expect to see on a hobo. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, Dover Dan says, go, Bob. And we had some people in the beginning saying hi to Liz, um, and that Liz is a true patriot. Roxy 1956 says oh, Liz is a true you. patriot. Do we not have the thank patriot you. Carla Nelson today in our conversation? No, I haven't seen a single doing? one from is she, her. she, like, on vacation? Yeah, probably. Should she meet William off the uh, studio upset here today? What's going on? <laughs> no, Peter, I don't know. You have to ask William that. <laughs> Do we have the Senator Carla Something Nelson watching today? About? I don't know. Huh? What's going on? Um, oh, no. <laughs> we got a viewer that's uh, named after – it's got the same name as a senator. We so have too we, many inside jokes. We here. do. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I guess we do. Uh, we also – Cheryl Yoakum, we found out, uh, Democrat legislator. There's no way that that wasn't her who signed up. Definitely following us. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else here, Bridget? Not really. I'm just coming throughout the show. No more questions, though. Well, we appreciate you guys commenting and watching and spread this out there. Liz Collins, great book. Thank you. Highly recommend the audio version, too, if, if you're like me and it's just easier to throw something on in the vehicle. I don't listen to traditional radio. There are pictures in the book, though, however. You know, I yes. always mm -hmm. I always so, think yeah. about that because I do yeah. listen to enough audio books where I'm Documents. like... Documents. Yeah, mm -hmm. it does suck. Well, here's here's actually the truth. So I do this. I do buy both, right? So um, I might buy a book and then I just reference the pictures and maybe, you know, for oh, it's sporadic. You don't have like that middle section. You actually adding them in. Yeah, the chapters. you kind of go this along with the first time I've gone through. Go along with the story. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so buy both actually, right? Get the audio Jake, book. Jake, this is really good. Thanks. <laughs> well, I actually I, bought I it last time. Oh, Jake mentioned it last show. I was like, I need to read it. Well, well the it. audiobook is really good. That's what I'm saying is oh, like thanks. some audiobooks, just one person reading it, but by mixing it up, I like that a lot. I think that mm -hmm. it flows really well. Plus, you're used to speaking for a living, right? So well, it was very I thought so until I tried to record this thing. I'm like, this is a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> 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 yeah. How many mistakes I'll do you make? I'll go back. Take 7,368. Yeah, that's a lot. No, How long did it take you? How many hours do you think total? Um, well, that was the thing, too. You don't want to sound like you're reading, so I tried to be refreshed. I think I did it over the course of two weeks, maybe, or something, oh, something like that. Ouch. That is yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. What do you do? Do you guys have a studio at Alpha News to do it? or do you? Add, I have a laptop. You did on your laptop? It's, some, it's a high-tech laptop. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I have this thing called a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> can it, can, Tell me more. I have a question. What... Um, what what kind of microphone did you use, or was it just your laptop? Well, I stole one from Elephant News. So thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Sorry. I returned it, however. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's stealing. It's borrowing. I did get permission. Uh -huh. I'm prosecuting here. <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, Walls, we need Keith Allison on this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Theft <laughs> of a microphone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm on this one. <laughs> She's uh -huh. married to uh -huh. yeah, yeah, for sure. Get her. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, mm. We're done with comments. Dover Dan did throw in here okay. last minute. He says, Carla Nelson, the rep, said that she does but does not vote remote. That was one of her excuses for not voting for the kidnapping bill. That's not an excuse. Mm. Then you show up and do your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dover Dan, did you, like, press her on this, like, in the town hall? Because she had a town hall that Saturday, right? Yeah, she did have a town hall that, immediately after that. Listen, you guys cannot buy crappy excuses from politicians. Their job is to show up and vote, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't show up and vote, then you vote remotely. What more bill, what bill is more important than that one, which is yeah. child abuse? So, what a crappy response. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm shocked. That's yep. what these guys do. They lie all the time. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. All right, mm-hmm. the lie exposed the the lie exposed dot com or go to Audible. That's where I bought your book. You Audible. can get that on the lie exposed dot com too. Yeah, mm, I lasted it. the whole hour. You guys, thanks. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's an hour and fifteen. Well, minutes, Sarah Liz. I gotta see if um, yeah, maybe I'm banned on YouTube now or what, what <laughs> yeah, kind of follow? What kind of follow can I expect? <laughs> yeah, right. I was <laughs> waiting for Mark Bashowski to get canceled eventually. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he which great. means he'll be canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on Thursday at 1 o'clock. Take care.